Yo, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Am I loud enough? We came to get rowdy and ain't nobody as loud as us. Nah. These fools can't feel me and I just think they out of touch. And they think it's a game until I'm on these clowns like, now what's up? Bunch of powder puff, coward chumps, doubting what the outcome was. Trying to get me hyper like the powder does. Correct your mind and get left behind in a cloud of dust. Yeah, I'm a night prowler with a scout be in your house of dust. I ain't come here to give a shit. I live without a fuck until I'm illiterate or literally found on the ground concussed. And then be down to jump a crowded pub. Yeah, that means me and you against a thousand drunks. Are you down or what? Never tell a driven motherfucker he won't amount to much. Cause he will make you eat those words coming out your mouth for lunch. So don't beat around the bush or come at me wrong. Oh, everybody will leave this bitch bloody with nothing resolved. Make it jump, make it jump, make it jump up in this bitch. Papa Zanny, take a shot and get it crunk up in this bitch. Last night was so much fun, today I woke up in a ditch. But I came to start a riot and to jump up in the mix. Make it jump, make it jump, make it jump up in this bitch. Papa Zanny, take a shot and get it crunk up in this bitch. Last night was so much fun, today I woke up in a ditch. But I came to start a riot and to jump up in the mix. I sit one deep with drugs, I said I'd never take a loan. But get where I'm at and have no clue on how to make it home. No, I don't know where I'm going, but getting there won't take me long. And as long as I keep living inside my head, I know I ain't alone. It's somewhat automatic, I'm known to be problematic. In your mama's attic, shooting up like I'm a problematic. And if we cut from a different cloth, then you a boss. Then why the hell you coming off as soft as some cotton fabric? Never mind, no sense in answering that. I'm coming at your fucking head with the hopes of you answering back. But you just hoping that your social media fans will attack. So that your pansy ass can leave here with your panties intact. Nah, but today all that bullshit comes halting to a screech. I'll take whatever floats your boat and gladly toss it in the creek. I came to get everybody in here jumping off their feet. And to start a fucking mosh pit to the knocking of the beat. So make it jump, make it jump, make it jump up in this bitch. Papa Sandy take Take a shot and get it crunk up in this bitch. Last night was so much fun today, I woke up in a ditch. But I came to start a riot and to jump up in the mix. Make it jump, make it jump, make it jump up in this bitch. Papa Zanny, take a shot and get it crunk up in this bitch. Last night was so much fun today, I woke up in a ditch. But I came to start a riot and to jump up in the mix. It's Trent Knox with the Trent Knox Show, Season 2, Episode 6, and had a wonderful weekend, and I just want to talk about it. First off, I want to apologize for the way that I was speaking on the previous episode I was quite upset by not having a guest and missing out on the opportunity of building a more a more entertaining more valuable podcast all right now that that's all been said, let's talk about what's going on. Sorry. Close the door. And so, this past weekend on Friday was the first day of anime Austin and little did I know that I would be given the opportunity and uh, approved to go and have press coverage of the Logic NF and Kyle performance at Austin 360 Amphitheater um kind of last minute uh, I had submitted some press credential information online for the event for Austin Live and Local for myself Tanner Walters 
and Dallas Tanner's uh, friend, roommate, um, co-worker, collaborator, photographer, and it was awesome because we all three got approved and we headed to the festival, or I mean, not the festival, the concert, um, but stay tuned because over on Tanner Walters' channel, um, I think it's, I think it's straight Tanner Walters on YouTube, there will be an episode of me and my camera that I will be in, I don't do any talking, I don't think, uh, but there will be some footage of me and and there was a little bit of a chaos uh, because there was separate emails for Dallas and me and Tanner uh, indicating where we needed to park and where we needed to be at for the event. So we were super confused um, as far as like, because potentially if we were separate and the photographer was driving her own car and I was in my own car, we would have just been to two different areas. But because we were all together and we were going to the event, there was a discrepancy on where we were supposed to park and where he was uh, supposed to meet. And uh, it just, there was just a confusion because um, there's no, there's no, there's no way of understanding that, um, the particular photographer would be directly communicating with the rest of the press crew. Um, now what I think is the case is that, um, generally speaking, the pr production crew or the team that's putting on the event isn't used to having multiple uh, people from the outlet being able to cover the event. So I think there was just that, that little bit of a confusion. Um, so what else? What else? Okay, so start off. Went to Anime Austin, had a phenomenal time uh, the first day. Um, it's much different than any of the other conventions uh, in anime around Austin. Um, the Comic-Con and the Anime CTX, the Anime Austin, uh, Okashi-Con, Iki-Con, which is happening later on. All of these events are similar uh, in the attendees, but the, the people who are putting on the event, the production teams behind them, are vastly different. So, this was at uh, Holiday Inn Midtown, so like uh, over near uh, ACC Highland, so like it's in the Highland area, uh, like where the old mall used to be. And when you go in, um, it's off to the side, the, the convention area is off to the side, and the hotel, if you've ever been to this particular Holiday Inn, it, it's a little bit of an interesting setup, and uh, design. So you go in through the side entrance, and on the right was the, um, the like the the booth area. And I had to wait a little bit because I had to get in contact with my my uh, media contact, uh, David Scott. And then I got my badge. Uh, I went out, and uh, from there on, I was having a great time. I saw, um, I met with influential people inside the cosplay the anime the vendors and I you know talk with people and got got footage and uh, on my phone and on the on the video camera uh, I apologize that if you go check out the content from the video camera um, I don't know like the camera must have been broken but it's it's decent quality it's at least you can understand it perfect audio it's uh it's definitely something to go check out um, so I did the panels, uh, I got pictures of cosplay, 
I got pictures of the venue, video as well, etc. Sat down, did some print. Oh, Ooh. you know what? It's because it's because uh, that time of day. Uh, so then uh, after that, um, met up with Tanner. Uh, we went up to went to the Logic uh, concert. Um, we were there a little bit between the cot like at the end of Kyle's uh, performance because Tanner was a little late uh, to return to where we were gonna pick him up and go and we were having a bit of a, a discussion as to like what was going on and and where we were supposed to be and we didn't get it all together fast enough to be there for the Kyle and the NF but we were there for the NF but at the time that we were there for the NF concert we were still trying to figure out um where to take dallas because dallas was supposed to be there at 6 45 and we showed up at like 6 7 10 we were late very late because of the scheduling conflict with tanner um but we got there we started talking to people and we started trying to make phone calls nobody was answering the phone calls but we were able to accomplish it and we, we got into the right area we got down right before logic goes on and so Dallas gets some cool photography of this tattoo artist backstage. Uh, he's up front. He's snapping photos. He's uh, getting some pictures of Logic. I was I was trying to figure out the parking situation still uh, because we had a little bit of a confusion as to when I got in. They told me I could have my backpack, and then when I got in, the security came over and was like. Why do you have your backpack? And I was saying this and blah, blah, blah. So I left, back out, went with Tanner to where where Dallas was. And uh, we went in through the entrance with Dallas. I didn't take my backpack just because I didn't want to have any, like, any just problems with it at all. So um, park, showed my ticket. It's good to go. Went up, went inside. Um, and then I took a couple of photos, sorry, I'm trying to remember what happening. Took a couple of photos from where the, like the vin, the food vendor area was of like the crowd. I tried to get like a really good panoramic picture, but something, something happened and I messed up and I didn't get it all the way. And, uh, so I then walked down, went to like the the photo pit area, waited for Dallas as he's snapping pictures and stuff like that. Because after he was done, we had to go back to the car to put the, the camera away. And so we went back, uh, dropped off the camera, then went back into the festival. <clears throat> and uh, we got to sit like literally in the middle front row area. Uh, and so we were like, I mean, we didn't, we were in like a good distance to where you could get like a good, uh, view of the stage. It wasn't like too close where you couldn't get like the whole stage and see the whole show, but it was like, it was a good place. And, uh, we had a great time. And then, uh, we went, uh, I, I just went home after that. Um, it was great. It was awesome. Uh, saw Knives Monroe there the two episodes ago when I was interviewing him. It was awesome seeing him. Hadn't seen him in a while. Uh, it's cool. Then after that, the next day, Saturday, I went back to Tanner's uh, apartment, picked up Dallas, and me, he and I <clears throat> went to uh, Games Fest, Classic Games Fest at the Palmer Events Center. And that was interesting. Uh, much different than the Comic Cons, the Dream Hacks, the uh, any type of festival that's like geek culture. This one was much different. This was a lot of families. Uh, there were a lot of like older families and um, kids, and well, kids got in free, twelve and under. So there was there was a lot of kids and a lot of uh, a lot of families. But there was like over 130 plus vendors uh, and like booths and things to, to do 
like fun activities and they had all these retro games uh, to play and, and see and hang out and um, it seemed a little bit as far as like aesthetically looking it was very toned down until you kind of like stepped into like where all the tournaments and the live show was going on it was very bare bones as far as like aesthetically looking uh, it wasn't like that, you know, uh, South by Southwest or DreamHack where there's a huge like carpet and red carpet that you're walking on while you're in there. None of that type of like production level aesthetic. It was kind of bare bones, like just the just the meat and potatoes. That was, that was it. No broccoli, no cheese, none, none of that. Um, but it was fun. And uh, we kind of like we got there and when it like was about to it was like an hour after it opened and there was fun activities to do but there wasn't a lot of content to create because like I said it was primarily families um, we were trying to look for cosplayers that would like really stick out but they weren't really there like in bulk like at an anime or a comic con or, any, or or like a, a gaming event this this well this was a gaming event but it I got it it just wasn't there like it wasn't there wasn't a lot of cosplayers in bulk it was real 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 regular like regular folks casual casual game players there really wasn't I didn't see a lot of like even a uh, lot of professional competitive retro gamers I didn't see that either um, but it was it was fun regardless there was a bunch of arcades set up free to play you know go in there you know no time limit play your game have fun um, and that was a blast later in the day we went back to anime Austin and we snapped a ton of great cosplay photos I mean a ton and some of those I've put out on the Instagram of Austin Live and Local um, but there's still a couple that we're just we're, we're gonna wait on there's some video content that I'm still waiting on po publishing from from uh, what Dallas was able to get on the on the DSLR I put out I didn't the second day I didn't really take photos and whatnot and then um, on Sunday I was so tired from doing double anime logic game fest that I just like took Sunday off because I felt like I really got the um, I really encapsulated what the, the feeling was like if you went to one of these festivals just one, or events if you went to one of these events by itself. If you went to Anime Anime Austin and you booked yourself a hotel, or, I mean, you booked yourself a room, you stayed in the hotel, you partied all night, you did what you could to like really network and create content around your like uh, vendor, your voice actor, your uh, your cosplayer, your photographer, what whatever it may be. Um, being there you would have a great time you'd meet a lot of awesome people um i would say this trended on the younger age anime austin obviously cast the game fest did but anime austin was a, trending a little younger so i wouldn't say that this was particularly like an adult event where you would see um a lot of like a um uh, late early 20s to late 20s cosplayers but there were some um and you know what we got some good pictures and go check that out all right so what are we going to be talking about today um tomorrow tomorrow morning around 10 a.m um i will be doing an interview uh like a podcast conversation interview to some extent with Brian Kern of Common Chaos um, my old business partner 
but still my great friend. Um, and we're going to be discussing where what he's got going on with Common Chaos uh, and also working class violence and where that that's going. We're going to be talking about the current culture in the United States. We're going to be talking about global culture. We're going to be talking about uh, esoteric things. We're going to be talking about um, theories and and philosophy and life and and all of this and um, really getting down to what it's like to live a successful life and we want to be motivational and we want to show people that there's there's uh, something to, to, to do like if you love something pursue that and make it a career or a hobby or whatever and uh, have a great time in doing it um, let's see what else um, let's see what else Hmm. I I'm in a place where I'm trying to relax mentally. Um, the the way that I've been working with myself. Uh, when I'm thinking out loud in my head is the negative I say a lot of things that are negative about myself in my head and I'm very critical of being physically out of shape uh, mentally unprepared for activities such as these podcasts or um, being tested by, by people for what you know and who you are um, I I feel like maybe my voice or the way that I use words may not um, exactly get the message I'm trying to say across about you know myself or how I'm feeling or who I am um, and you know Sometimes when we're interacting with each other, we get confused by, you know, the negative things that other people are saying to you that you're perceiving because it's the way that it's the way that you understand what they what you're trying to understand what they're saying, because, you know, it's it's easier when those people uh, were were interacting in the same community that you are grew up with you. Um, but when they're from another area of the United States or another country, it's hard to, I'm, I'm forgetting the word for these, for this, but, um, interact with each other and speak the same language. Basically, even though you're speaking the same language of English or Spanish or Italian or, or whatever language that you speak. It's difficult to convey this meaning in the same way because a word could mean something in in English a different way. Uh, in another area, it could be taken offensively or it could be uh, meant as an endearing, uh, uh, loving statement in another place. But over here it, or there, it, it means something different. Um, here or there reminds me of of they them uh i'm i'm trying my best to be a better person every single day um by learning more and more and telling people what i do and don't like like i um what i think i like and and it's not my right to tell someone else what they should like and i expect that same sort of uh, respect to be given to me you know if I don't like um, dating a certain type of person or or um, I don't like doing a certain type of thing personally now when it comes to business it's different because if you are in the business of uh, interacting with a certain person you don't like but that's what the way that you earn income 
then you're required to do that because it's under it's part of the job description whereas personally if on in your free time or your off time when you're not utilizing them to make money or you're not earning an income from them then you can you can completely dis disconnect from them however but if you're earning an income or you're selling a product or a service to this particular genre you can't be discriminating like like if you own a restaurant you can't say uh, you can't say that people whose sexual orientation is different than yours can't be served at that particular location because it's a public location now if it's a private business uh, I can understand that being a little different it needs to be a private business where it's not publicly being displayed um, so for instance if there's a restaurant with no with no signage outside the building but um, if you're in a particular you know group or something like that uh, then maybe you'll be allowed into that into that place um, and there's nothing wrong with um, with with uh, with diplomatically or politically or politically correctly politic political correctly uh, voicing your opinion on a private business like if let's say there's a business that doesn't have signage on the outside other than a list of rules as to who may enter and who may not enter it is perfectly acceptable and I think it should be a requirement for that business to have a public representative to communicate with um, maybe to mm, for certain people who are inside that uh, inside the community of that private business to influence whether that private business should make uh, an, ad an adjustment to the rules because um, maybe inside that private business there are individuals whom whom would like the business to go a different direction because um, it needs to have more opportunity or um, there is a more successful way of, of garnering uh, a community or, or whatever the positive outcome may come from a small group of negative, uh, negative repercussions. And in the case that there are, um, there is a dis dislike of whatever that that is from the community within those people can separate and make their own private business they can um, they can go and do their own thing now those people are going to be disappointed disappointed <coughs> disappointed that their friends or their family or their co-workers uh, started to like something else you know but um, what are you gonna do I mean you only have one life to live and uh, you gotta you gotta spend it, uh, spend it, spend your time wisely and 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 make the best out of your life. So if you're in a you know a small private community or business or something like that, and you want to go out there and, and test new waters or do something new, you you should be definitely do your best to do that. Um, but it should never be in enforcing uh, because of whatever's going on in the public private should be private so if you choose to do something different privately then that should be in no ref reflection of what the public is forcing you to do a private community should be uh, should be should be having um, appropriate discussions and determining the best outcome for the group as a whole. I mean, same 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 subject would be for the public, uh, you know, where everybody is in the in in the has something to say and it, it, it has the right to say something, and their opinions are taken into account. Um, but if you're not a part of the group and you're part of the private, the people that are not a part of the group should not have a say.
as to what the private group uh, determines is right from wrong. Um, I guess the best way to to illustrate this at this time is that the our biggest pressing matter is that Mexican not Mexican Americans like people who have been born in America and are, their parents were were not born in America but they were born in America and they've never known anything different um, those people are rightfully able to have have a say what I think is when there it becomes a topic of discussion when we begin to allow their par- the parents of that that uh, that child to have a say on our our political system and they did not they did not provide into the system the proper education the proper uh, taxation they did not assist in any form or fashion of the advancement of the political system or the nation in general in fact it, it becomes that problem now we need we as a as a society need to discuss and evaluate these individuals on a uh, on a case-by-case basis because if they're paying their taxes they're speaking our language they're taking our tests and being a productive member of the society of the society then then for sure embrace those people and give them best uh best of that our country can give them however if they are being a virus and not providing um a advancement but a opposition to the to the society and being a nuisance then that particular individual should be uh should be deported or or at least um not given the same rights that in an American system uh, <coughs> a citizen within that society has only pertaining to the society so it it it's difficult because we have so many people um, coming to the country from not only Mexico but South American countries, North uh, Canada, European countries, and Asia, and we we pin all the we our society loves to pin the blame on Mexico. Um, well, there's there's an, there's a large number of Me- Mexicans that come in. We need to be having a discussion about the topic in general, not about the the numbers, but as as much as we can prevent the abuse of our political system and our uh, our society because we want we want the best for the the children that are born in America today and in the future and we want to allow them to have the most opportunities that they can to be successful in our world and abroad as well so you know, we want them just as much as they, we, we want others to come to our country, be respectful, and provide people with the the best uh, best living situations that we can. So, for instance, if you're an expat and you're going to live in Mexico, you should be doing all the respectful things to uh, to uh, provide Mexico your new country of residence the the opportunity to be for another person to be successful within that community you don't just go to mexico mexico set up your own little country within that area and not follow the rules now if you get your own island outside in the middle of the pacific or the atlantic or the indian ocean or wherever 
and you buy that island, your call. Do whatever you want. But if you decide to expat to a country, you should be doing every you can, whatever you can to make that country as successful as the United States. You know what I mean? Per, per um, agreement between the United States and that country. So, like, if you still retain citizenship in the United States and you own, you own property in the other country and you're paying your taxes to both and you're, you're doing your GDP and all this stuff, then, yeah, 100%, you just follow the rules. I mean, some of the rules can, can get convoluted once we're talking about international relationships. But, you know, we got we to gotta do our best to make sure that these, these relationships are positive and that the that there is a very um, respected um, nature between what we do for other countries. Now, I came across this this topic that I'm talking about because I was just uh, standing watching the television and I was seeing that uh, Trump was talking about NATO with the Italian Prime Minister. And he, uh, one of the things he said was, uh, Italy makes great products, great products, great products, uh, amazing products. And he does this a lot where he'll just say the same thing over and over and over again, attempting to avoid giving the, uh, particular interest, um, any sort of, uh, acknowledgement or uh, or clout as they would say these days uh, and the young people like myself would say anyway <clears throat> um, you know he didn't mention he didn't mention Versace he didn't mention uh, you know uh, Lamborghini or Ferrari or any of these brands that are widely popular, he just kept saying products. And um, I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like he should have said something. What is it that Italy is doing good, you know, with uh, fashion, uh, leather in general, amazing cars, motorcycles with Ducati and um what else they make a ton of good things fabrics fashion uh wine you know uh catholicism if you're a catholic they do pretty good at that um but yeah there is a lot going on and i don't want to i don't want to like um I don't know how I feel about it. I don't even know what to talk about because my my interests are kind of centered around YouTube and watching hip hop videos, gaming videos, music videos. Um, I try to find like country music stuff, but the content that's being made in country music is just like not that good and it's because it's mostly like super it the country music is not for like your regular guy it's made for like it's made for like events where like girls are going to with their boyfriends it's like or like a bunch of girls are going to an event to be like super super like weird you know and just like you know country music is just terrible I mean it's just bad the music videos suck like country music sucks it's dead country music is dead until somebody somebody makes it come back I mean Florida Georgia line ain't a I don't hate Florida Georgia line you know they got they got a little pep in their step. They got the rhythm going. They got something going on. 
you know, and it's party music and party music, country party music, little hip, hip hop or whatever. That's what's what's good right now because that's what the kids want. I mean, look, come on now, we're we live out here, but we got we got connections everywhere. I mean, we ain't we're not we're not what our parents' generation was. We're not the same, you know. Uh, the there's not the there's not um. Nobody wants nobody else to succeed. You know, you can go succeed wherever you want. You know, you can be, you you can do whatever you want. Uh, and you can be successful in whatever you want to be successful in. Um, you know, just uh, keep, keep whatever you do. Just don't do, th- don't do anything too stupid to, uh, to make people dislike you. Uh, community-wise, you know, if, if, if that's what your community is. And uh, some of us have to go out there and uh, be the front line or the grunt in making and paving the way for future generations to succeed there. Um, but the small casualties for a uh, for a bigger picture you know and I don't need I don't really want to go into military and all discussion at this point but uh, and but you know that's that's one of those things you know protecting the freedom of citizens around the world from folks that are looking to uh, physically harm you, a large number of, of people is important. Um, and nowadays, it's more cyber than it is physical. So mentally, people are har- harming individuals uh, more than they're physically harming, which mentally, you can mentally harm someone. And as a as a um, a side effect of mentally harming someone, um, they can be physically harmed uh, through uh, weight gain, health problems, and um, and a vast number of circumstances. Um, it's it's uh, almost like um, torture. Or uh, um, torture-based terror terrorism, um, you know. The the binary world of male female will be tortured by the non-binary society because the binary society wants to have structure and a stable reality whereas the non-binary reality wants to create a a constant uh, world of chaos and uh, the binary world is looking for order so the the difficulty in both these existences is that both of these the binary world will see the binary and the non-binary world will see characteristics within each uh, worlds that they find attractive or appealing to them so a a non-binary person may find a binary female attractive or I think they call them cis or whatever a cis female attractive and potentially try to um, to to either uh, attack well, both can be attacked you know it, it can be a, a binary individuals maybe it's there's also like fakers and shit and viruses and continual argument and nasty talk and being mean to each other and not being appropriately uh, to each other uh, and then we have 
you know, we have the sexism and the racism and the uh, all of these isms that can be easily discussed if there was more open-mindedness um, about you need a little bit of chaos and a little bit of order in order to grow a little bit but it need does, doesn't necessarily need to be divided as much as it is, as it is now and intelligence and fact it needs to be um, needs to be uh, evaluated regardless of a non-binary or binary uh, reality in a non-binary reality everything still needs to be accounted for just as much as it needs to be accounted for in a binary world uh, and maybe it's more than just that because honestly there's no such thing as a binary world because um, well as far as gender is concerned because there are birth defects inside of that particular uh, belief system and they're also in accordance with the non-binary world individuals who believe there is a binary world that is a mental defect uh, so there's physical defects in the non-binary world and mental defects in the uh, non-binary world uh, if if I'm explaining this correctly uh, and the mental defects in the non-binary world would be the observation of a binary world and the physical defects in a binary world would be anything that is well there's physical and mental in a binary and I guess there is in in the non-binary but uh, the non-binary isn't as accepting as the binary world the binary world will accept there's a defect and do its best to uh, correct that as fast as possible. The non-binary world will uh, not acknowledge the defect, shout at the new, the new defect, and basically tell it that basically, basically chastise it until it tells them what it is. Uh, and that's not the appropriate way to, at least in the way that I'm thinking, that's not the pro appropriate way to uh, address a concern. Especially, you, you don't you don't tell a chicken, "Hey chicken, what are you? Hey chicken, what are you? Chicken, tell me what you are. Chicken, tell me what you are." When that particular chicken doesn't speak the same language, uh, and the chastising within the non-binary world is absurd and so in the binary same in the binary they both seem to have very similar um, problems in the way that they are addressing the conflict of order and chaos um, and not understanding what that particularly is it's more of like you're looking at something and you're like I don't know what this is and you're trying to 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 kind of like keep keep it or figure out how to uh, to keep it or formulate it or say what it is, and you just it constantly changes, so you don't really know what it is, uh, but you're doing your best to figure it out, and that's all you can do. You can you have a life. You only have one life. You want to live it to your best, and you want to. You want to have, you want to have the best life that you can live. Um, so, well, that's a long way of saying that I'm bored, and that the current like content that is coming out on YouTube is, is a bunch of chaos, and it's hard to tell what, what is even on, this list of, of uh, suggested videos because of a lot of it is like it's like Kanye West spelled the strange way you know or or like it's not like it, it it's a bunch of weirdness it's just it's a bunch of like glitches and and uh like short segments of like 
of videos like out of context there's no context there's no context to what what these videos are like the first video could be like a super right winged video and then all of a sudden the next one is a left wing out of the world like it doesn't even really have an agenda it's just like a like nothing video there's no structure there's no production value whatsoever in this particular vi video and you're like um what is this what? i don't know what this is what is this and so you're like you click it and you're like oh fuck i got tricked i got tricked into watching this video why am i watching this video and then you kind of watch it and maybe it's good but most of the time like 90 percent of the time it's not good it's just like a terrible video terrible terrible like 320p just not good and you know what everybody got to start somewhere and you know i um you know basically i'm just kind of complaining about my life because um you know i i've had like the ability to do good like production throughout my life and at that time it wasn't like I guess I wasn't there to do that I like mentally wasn't there or maybe it was physically or maybe whatever you know like and then all of a sudden bad things happen and you have to you have to you know pawn all of your your equipment and uh, you got to start from ground one again and then bad things happen like your computer crashes or a hard drive crashes or you lose a you lose a leg or you lose an arm or maybe like your your eyes stop working or um you know there's all this stuff that can happen and and um and and, and like change the way that your life is going to be and you you got to I guess the only way to say is you you can't be depressed about it uh even though I'm depressed about it about a bunch of things and and really not understanding and and um and you got to roll with the punches and you know people are going to say and hate and negative things are just going to be thrown at you all the time and maybe you won't hear maybe 90 percent of the time you're going to hear negative things and that 10 percent of the time when you hear someone you know be nice to you and and uh and want to help you and you know people are going to still there's still going to be people who are going to be nice to you but like but my goal is to be uh, critical and nice at the same time. So, like, this is the problem. We need to solve it. And how do we solve the problem so that we can uh, gain a little bit more uh, access to whatever that thing that we don't have access to is right now is? Maybe that's um, maybe that's. Uh, a beautiful relationship with uh, um, a, a partner that you're loving and and having a sexual relationship with or maybe it's a friend that you're having a a entertaining life with um, you know and those things can be uh, exist together obviously and, and and people to do certain activities with and people to do a lot of activity activities with you've got to have a, a, a little bit of everything that's what you need a little bit of everything um, and you you want to just keep trying to do your best you you know however that it you whatever the best is to you not necessarily what is the best to other people other than the fact that the world is reliant on uh, financial exchange and that if you don't have any money, then you're in a problem state and you can't afford to live your own life if if the system's not willing to give you some sort of access and maybe you have Down syndrome and or maybe you have some sort of mental disability such as uh, an ism or an ist or something and, and the system is not providing for you enough to... Uh, survive or resources to be a productive in whatever way that you can be productive and and we're just we need more opportunity we need to be giving everyone more opportunity to succeed and and not uh and maybe they have outlandish crazy uh different or whatever 
observations of the reality or whatever it may be but we need to give them opportunity to um to to do new things and and, and then the the judgment shouldn't be uh before or it should be after you know okay so all right we let this person do illegal activities and uh he killed somebody okay then we don't need to be pre-determining crime this this uh this tom cruise movie that we live in we don't need to, what is that movie called um oh man oh my god born identity no that's not it um minority report we don't need to be doing that we don't need to be do be analyzing pre-crime and uh and making a graph and and having these you know crazy conspiracy theories that this person will is is um statistically designed to make this decision uh, it's just i it's blowing my mind as far as how crazy our world has gotten and that we're so stuck in the surveillance state and that um that uh that it's not even like professionals that are that are doing the you know they have no credentials their their credentials are not the best credentials they have average credentials to decide who will be successful and who won't you know they're whack those people are whack you know they they don't know what's good they don't know what's popping they don't know what's this or that they're just you know a bunch of fucking haters and haters will hate and lovers will love uh stay one two three four five six if you understand what I'm saying, you're a real one. We're gonna go to the next level. Um, we're taking we're taking it up a notch, and um, I I hope that you guys have a wonderful day. Um, I'm starting to talk in Babylon, and Babylon and Babylon. Maybe there's something you're gonna get out of this. Um, I feel like it's for me, and uh, and for people who like me, and not necessarily for people not like me. Um, I hope that you guys go down in the comments and, uh, you know, mention how you're feeling. How was your day? You know, uh, say what, say what you got going on. Maybe you built a rocket ship. Let me know about you built that rocket ship and, uh, tell me what's going on. You know, shout out Gary V shout out Joe Rogan, shout out Brian Kern, shout out Tanner Walter, shout out, uh, everyone that is influencing me and uh being a positive influence um and shun to all those negative influences uh that i don't feel and some of them aren't negative influences however in relation to other people who hate on those folks they're negative influences uh but those haters haters gotta go lovers gotta be here all the time uh, shout out Adam 22 shout out DJ academic shout out all the culture of hip-hop shout out everything and I hope that I didn't forget anything that I've been creating and watching shout out all the people who gave me the opportunities to do the anime festival coverage shout out to the logic people shout out to everybody for being cool and prosperous and being fun and having good time and all the positivity and I wish all the positivity for everyone I don't like negativity and I hate when I get in that headspace and the last episode was then that negative headspace because you know things just don't work out or whatever but uh tomorrow 10 a.m Brian Kern common chaos and wor working class violence um what else uh uh, follow me, Trent Knox TV on Instagram. Follow me on, um, don't follow me yet on YouTube, but it will be Trent Knox TV at some point. We're, I'm getting that to get that together. Uh, follow me on Facebook, Trent Knox TV. And I think that's it. I think that's it. Uh, I mean, follow my personal uh, accounts and stuff like that, but um, you may or may not be approved. Um, I think my Instagram. Oh, follow me on Twitter at Trent Knox or Trent Knox TV. Either one works. Um, I'm not that active. I want to be more active on Twitter. I'm doing my best. I, you know, because podcasting seems to be the thing that I want to do. Uh, but not necessarily like in this format. Eventually, I'd like to have the video production, and I'd like to be having more guests and more uh 
discussions about like worldly topic and stuff like that and i want to be able to do their do like mobile podcasts and i want to be able to you know show everybody like like what it's like to like be me and and who i am and talk about like what what uh, i did when i was growing up you know from mudding to uh riding horses to raising sheep to racing cars to playing world of warcraft on a computer and how diverse my life was how diverse other people's lives were and just like talk about growing up and you know still growing up and not being exactly an adult but being like some form of in-between adult but being you know like not the most responsible but then seeing other people who are not as responsible as you but not like mentally handicapped or any in any way or like um, but just like looking at it and being like, uh, I don't know, what are you doing with your life? You know, or like whatever. And I know that a lot of you will hear this podcast and, and think the exact th- same thing that I'm saying. Like, who are you or what is that? And throw a lot of hate and not show love in the comments. But if you do show love in the comments, I will definitely do my best to show love back and say appreciative as much as I can. But no. <clears throat> You know, and if you do like message me like uh, privately to show hate, uh, I'm definitely gonna start to try and not respond to the hate in the private comments. But at the same time, I'm trying my best to like, you know, be responsive and be responsible for like my actions and whatnot. So um, yeah, sorry this is a long outro, but. On the way out, the intro song uh, was a local Austin hip-hop artist called Cripple Haze, and that song was called Make It Jump. Uh, I'm going to play an outro song, and it's called Fucking and Fightin'. Uh, it's produced by, I guess, uh, B, B-O-Z or Bounce, or maybe it's 8 Ounces. I'm not exactly sure, but I really like this rap style. It's definitely uh, sort of like a ritzy like, uh, ritz rap style um but it's so real super southern you know hip-hop uh in texas the way that um the way that it is and um i really appreciate y'all for loving this uh for for listening to this episode and i'll catch you tomorrow at 10 a.m peace
So of course on my card you a whore and cuss you out. Bitch, shut your mouth. I go from fuck you to fucking you. In the living room while I'm fucking up the couch. The shit has got me bugging out. How did we come about until these stipulations? A relationship that can relate to shit, but sticky situations. Love to hate me and hate to love me. Say to leave, but can't wait to fuck me. Stuck in a life where all we do is fucking fight. Oh, ain't it lovely? And if no one is placed above me, why you pissing me off and straight shit on me? Cause if all you're here to do is get on me, you better pack your stuff and just get on, please. Don't think that just cause you're pretty, these hoes don't hit on me. We both know I'm a big old freak. Yeah, some of your friends don't wanna strip me, nigga, and then sit on me. So go ahead, tell me how you hate my guts and don't like my face. Till I'm getting in your guts and you scream all those things that you like to say. Bust a couple nuts, start an argument and say that you like some space. Go to sleep and wake up and repeat again every night and day. Guess we're just fucking in the morning and fucking in the evening. The only thing we ever seem to do between it is fight, fight, argue, argue, scream and go at each other's throats. We make a scene in public, then go home and fuck some more. We're fucking in the morning and fucking in the evening. The only thing we ever seem to do between it is fight, fight. Make a scene in public, then go home and fuck some more.